Hi everyone, and welcome to the 161st episode of Kingdom Hearts Union! I'm your host Brandon, and I'm here with Churro! Hey guys. Churro! What's up? Ho ho ho! It's me! Santa Claus! Did you miss me? I thought you weren't real. Oh, I'm real, Churro, and... What do I have here? Oh, I've got a present just for you, Chiroden, right here in my sack. <laughs> Reach on into my sack and, and pull out a present. I'll pass, thank you. Well, I'm going to reach into my sack, and I'll let you know what I have for you. Shiro, guess what? We have leeks! Oh, see, see that's, why I, that's why I said Santa, I'll pass. Santa, no, don't do that. What are you talking about, Brandon? Look, I've got 30 copies of Kingdom Hearts 3. You can have it. No, Santa. How did you get those? Well, I don't know. I was just, you know, working out my distribution center, as you do, and I saw some a box that had all these copies of Kingdom Hearts 3. I just thought, let's give it to all the girls and boys before Christmas. What about that? Santa, that's illegal. And that's so wrong. Yeah, that's just wrong. That's not a part of the Christmas spirit. Think of all the other girls and boys that can't play Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah, that are waiting patiently for it. But, you know, maybe I could make like 30 people happy. But Santa, this is the age of social media. If you give out 30 copies, the ending of Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to be out in days. Well, I guess if you put it that way, I've been a bit of a Grinch, haven't I? Yes, Santa. So now, what I think we all want from you is go to the police and turn yourself in. That's the real Christmas spirit. So I hope you kids have learned something today about not stealing things and also don't sell them on Facebook Marketplace and also don't give out your own personal location and name Name. and all of that. And pictures and everything of yourself. And pictures of yourself because, I don't know, such things could be quite incriminating. Okay. So, so yeah, by the way, Kingdom Hearts 3, uh, somebody has a bunch of copies and was selling them on Facebook Marketplace. And, man, that is super illegal. You shouldn't do that. And definitely don't buy that. That's dangerous. Yep. Don't 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 get caught up with that. You know, uh, Nomura and his team, you know, and everybody within Square Enix worked so hard, mm-hmm. you know, to see everything. And then just in, in a matter of, you know, someone's own personal ego and greed to be to squash that in mere moments it's just terrible exactly it's it's rough and like i it feels like you know in a lot of these cases like like it seems like it's happening a little bit more frequently now like it just uh, didn't this literally just happen to smash yep it happened smash two weeks in advance yeah the entire sound check was leaked yep i think the ending was leaked yep so and in Smash's case, I mean, look, I'm not a, I'm not a huge Smash fan. I did buy it though, so as far as Masahiro Sakurai cares, <laughs> he's got my money. But like, at least with Smash, it's like the story aspect of it is not the biggest aspect. It's not the biggest draw of Smash. For Kingdom Hearts, it's a flippin' RPG. 
Like yeah. it's it's mostly story. So yeah, that is very sad. And so this is you know very sad and also scary and disappointing and frustrating times. Yeah, as a I just Hearts feel fan. bad for the the Square Enix PR team right now and anybody yeah. who's involved. You know, like I'm. It, and it's a they, Saturday because they are they are going to be on nonstop. You know, da- damage control, nonstop damage control until the game releases. And, and it Where, sucks too because like, what they should be doing is just focusing on the marketing plan that they already had. But like a lot of that is probably you know going to be affected by that. And on top of that, a lot of man hours are going to go into you know copyright claims and taking out channels that you know are reposting videos and like. It's going to be tough. And, you know, that's that's 30 copies. Like, I'm hoping it doesn't happen again, but, you know, street dates get broken. I mean, in like, this case, it wasn't a street date broken, though. Yeah, th- that's the thing. We haven't even gotten to that phase yet. So That's appara- usually within, like, appara- two weeks before. Exactly. That's once, the, like, stores have gotten the copies. This is at the distribution center. Like, that is... I can't think of, uh, like... I can't really think of anything that, uh, like any other game that happened at that leg of the, the, you know, of the chain, of the supply chain. Like, usually it's like a mom and pop shop in, like, Dubai that just got copies early and is that like, all right, un- selling them right unknowing, away. Um, employees. I've seen, yeah, I've heard stories employees. of, like, 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 like elderly employees at, like, Walmart. Yeah, we'll that sell a happens. copy to somebody, even though they like the the person trying to buy it will convince them that it's supposed to be out, and they'll end up obtain a copy that way. I've I've heard those type of stories before. Yeah, I heard of one. It was kind of a funny anecdote on a podcast, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I went to this one place, and then I I called, I, I pretended to call a different game store at the game store, and just was like, oh wait, you're selling it now.'" Oh great! Okay, well, bye. And he, and he he was about to leave and go quote unquote buy the game at the other game store. And that guy at the at the current game store that he was at was like, wait, 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 wait. Okay, I'll sell it to you. I'll sell it to you. <laughs> that was right. one way. Yeah, there's, but, there's man, a lot of ways to, to deceive employees. And, you know, it's, it's kind of a sad you know thing people do to just to play yeah. a game early. So. Yeah, we were talking a little bit before about like what could possibly be done in this situation and like unfortunately on squares side like there's really in this specific instance there really wasn't much they could have done because this is a situation where someone at a distribution center is you know knowingly breaking the law you know at this stage of you know what happened here that's not on square that's on the distribution center and law enforcement, you know, yeah. this, basically this they is, have to figure out crime. That to figure out. I mean, the, the the current thing that I read was that he the the individual mm-hmm. um, either worked there or they knew a friend that worked there. Okay, and they and that and though and whatever happened in there, they end up with. I heard. I heard. I heard ten. I heard thirty copies. So, but still, yeah. you know, even one copy is still yeah, even one. Too much. That's all it takes. That's all. All it takes is one, and then and not only yeah. that, like the images floating around from his advertisement on Facebook Marketplace states that yeah. that he that they never played the game, so they don't really care. Yeah. So, and there they're trying to make you know, what what was it, a hundred dollars? 
yeah. per copy. Yep. And he's and they already said that um they already had like ten people lined up to buy it already. Yep. And that was only within like hours of like, like I think it was only up for like maybe an hour on Facebook Marketplace before it got yep. taken down. So apparently they already got like information to to send it out and if he does even even if he does send it out today um yeah it would be like at least till Monday Tuesday yeah exactly. Wednesday the latest before anybody gets them and it's from there that's when the leaks will be really bad yeah cuz so... those, those those people who buy it will put up everything first chance they get exactly so yeah, that's just a, an unfortunate consequence of kind of the weird world we live in right now. We're kind of like we've got our feet, you know, one foot in the future and one foot in the past. And I hate to say it, but physical media is the the you know the the world that is still a part of the past that we have our foot in. You know, physical media, you know, brick and mortar retailers. You know, the fact that that still exists because there is a distribution supply chain, you know, because these things need to be printed onto discs, you know, all of that, that, you know, leaves open the possibility for things like these to get out and get, you know, leaked. Um, You know, one possible solution that Chur and I were talking about is, you know, the possibility that, you know, a physical release that you might get at a game store, you know, you open, you might open the box and then it's just a card to go download the game, you know, like a download code. Actually, uh, you know, speaking on that, uh, here in Japan and actually just in my town, and I, I was actually going to tweet about it, but, you know, present information, I think I'll wait. Because I think it'll get drowned out. But so just at my 7-Eleven the other day, they got um, so they they always have like this stand where you can buy like gift cards and things like that. And there's always games there that you can buy. But they're uh, download codes, you know, because this is, you know, this is like a 7-Eleven, you know, they're not going to have a shelf with games on it. But they'll have, you know, in the place where you might buy an iTunes gift card or an Amazon gift card, you can also buy smash brothers or let's go pikachu let's go eevee and in this case it's uh you know we got kingdom hearts 3 there and you know they're they're also advertising the 7-eleven keyblade the i mean don't don't disk so i mean it's happened to kingdom hearts before 2.8 was actually released yeah um somebody obtained like just the the discs of 2.8 and there's few people sell them on ebay and um I apparently, you know, you know, I don't know what happened, but I don't know if they got taken down or not, but I haven't seen those shops anymore. Yeah. But I don't know if they're going to be back for Kingdom Hearts 3. So basically mm-hmm. there are ways for people to obtain it. I mean, hell, yeah. Final Fantasy 15 suffered the same fate as well. Yeah, That's Final Fantasy the... 15, it was like some shop in like Brazil or something got it early. Brazil or Mexico, I think. Yeah, it was something like that, so yeah, so it, it's, it can still happen, and yeah, unfortunately, it's just, you know, the situation that we're in right now, because we have physical discs that, you know, all you gotta do is pop it into a game console and it runs, you know, I think if events like this keep happening, we might end up in a situation where the the only option they have is to be releasing these games with, 
you know, uh, with download codes or, you know, you know, on the disk having, you know, some sort of, you know, DRM management that has to go online. You know, either we have always online systems or, you know, uh, download only codes like something's got to give, you know, at some point, you know, if, if things like this keep happening. So, you know, if you guys really don't want that kind of a future, like, I mean, I know I'm, you know, preaching to the choir here. You know, I don't think any one of our listeners would do such a thing like this, but like, but you never know, dude. Like, yeah, I mean, there are people out there who literally will buy something like this just to learn about the story ahead of time and yeah. then do it for attention, for hits, for, you know, it's just human greed, basically. You know, the guy, that yeah. person who was selling it, um, was doing it to make a quick buck. He didn't care. He didn't, he yep, never he played the games. He doesn't care. He just wants to make, you know, they know that people will buy a game early, especially yeah. this oh, you know, yeah. early. And he knows he'll try to make a big, you know, a quick buck off of that. Exactly. So that is the unfortunate thing of the current situation that we have ourselves in. That said, you know, hypothetically in the future, once we have an all digital future, because that will eventually happen. I mean, I don't uh, mind going to an all digital future, but yeah. like the cons, you know, the companies, Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, they need to really increase their storage capacity because one terabyte oh, yeah. is that's, not enough. That, that's one big thing. And in the case on the Switch, 32 gigs is not enough. <laughs> Nintendo's always way behind on that sort of stuff. Uh, but yeah, like it, like, it, I I still find it crazy that you know Kingdom Hearts uh, preload has been available on Xbox for quite a while now. So like technically I'm in the same boat. Technically I also have Kingdom Hearts three. It's downloaded on my Xbox already. <laughs> well, but... Devil May Cry has been preloaded since you know oh, yeah. September, and that that's yeah. out in March. Yeah, which yeah, uh, I think it was like November, but yeah, it's still like that's months and months and months in advance, and I don't. I don't know Devil May Cry's specific situation. I, I don't know if they have any like deals with certain people, and, and that's why they're releasing at that point. Or, or I don't know if development's just like completely wrapped in Devil May Cry. But at least uh, you know with Kingdom Hearts, like development's been wrapped as of this month. And you know, had this been just a digital thing, if this was just a game that was a digital download, and there there was no discs. And there was none of that. They could just release it. Like, they could just do that. It's the the fact that you have to, you know, finish the game, uh, you know, at least a, a month and a half in advance so you can start printing them onto disc and get, go through CERT with Sony and Microsoft and all this rigmarole, you know, getting them printed and shipped to retailers. And you got to make sure everybody has it, even, like, random people in the middle of nowhere selling it they gotta have it so we all release at the same time we all agree on this and if all that was gone and it just released on one digital store like this could all be a lot simpler and i think just you know it's a matter of time i don't know how i don't know when and as you said churro like there's still a lot on the platform holders side that needs to get fixed like download speeds still suck internet in america sucks uh, storage capacity sucks on a lot of these platforms. Like, there's still a lot that needs to get fixed, but it yeah. is trending. It is trending in that direction. Uh, there's also the 
possibility uh, that you know that Microsoft is exploring through uh, cloud gaming, streaming gaming. Like, you well, know, I you... mean, Sony's done it with the PlayStation. Yeah, now, PlayStation Now. Yeah, but the problem is the main problem with uh, doing stuff like that is, like you said. Download speeds suck. Upload speeds suck. Yep. The American, you know, I mean, I'm sure in other countries, you know, I've, I've been hearing so many things about how uh, no, most countries' speeds are better than here in the U.S. Yeah. So. Well, you actually, know, the, U- U.S. is kind of middle of the road. There are definitely some countries that are way worse. Uh, uh, one example would be uh, New Zealand. New Zealand is garbage. I think they're like 8 megabits per second or something, last okay. I checked. But... Like, yeah, still, like, America is, like, I think, like, 20th or something, like, in download speed. Like, that's pretty bad. Yeah, especially for a big country like that. But, well, um, uh, actually, that's that's the that's the problem, is the country is so large. So, infrastructure-wise, uh, you know, getting faster internet everywhere is very difficult. Well, no, whereas, that is just also, it's also corporations, you know? Yeah, it's corporation. Well, that's that's the other big component is there's a lot of corporations with uh, stranglehold hold on the on certain regions, and it's not just that there are corporations. It's just like a couple of corporations, and they all like have deals with each other. It's kind of it's kind of like mob bosses, and they're like, "All right, this is my territory, and that's your territory. Don't get it, don't get in on my territory. I won't get on your territory." Well, well, and, well that's and they why kind of keep it that way. Well, that's why net neutrality was placed in the first place. That was the point. And then, and then, then it got taken away. Now, yeah. it's, you know, they're trying to fight. To, you know, some states already have their own net neutrality laws in place. Yeah. So, so unfortunately, it's, it's, so. it's a it's a mess. You know, here in the U.S., when it comes to things like that, because I I've tried the seven day trial of PlayStation Now, yeah, and um, it worked well, but like I said, you need um, you really need a good, good internet, internet connection for it to work. Because I was playing a game that that was that was always online. For example, yep. I was playing a Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City, I think it was called. Yeah, and that's always online because you know you play with other people. It's a multiplayer yeah. game. I, I heard and of that some, like so bad, even though my internet was so good. Yeah, I was hearing some uh, potential strategies that Microsoft has been exploring for how to make that a lot better. Currently, the way PlayStation Now is working is that it's a pure streaming platform where uh, there is literally some sort of like server or console, you know, somewhere else that is playing the game actually. And then it's streaming like a video, like a like almost like a Twitch stream to you, and you know you're controlling a console very far away. Uh, one potential option that Microsoft is looking towards is kind of like a hybrid system where uh, input, like your own controller input, is handled locally, and it's graphics data and you know uh, content stuff that is being streamed in from the cloud so technically the game you know as far as like game data that stuff is being handled locally so that would eliminate like input lag uh yeah. it's just content you know 3d models textures uh lighting uh possibly also physics anything that doesn't impact your direct gameplay that would be handled in the cloud and then streamed down. So that's another possibility that Microsoft is currently uh, currently looking into for the Xbox codename Scarlet, which is their next next gen console. So we'll have to see how that goes. But yeah, the, 
there so basically long and short of it is there are many potential futures where this sort of thing gets eliminated it sucks that you know we currently live in this this kind of situation where this can still happen at the end at the end of the day it's not square's fault it's not the it's it's not even really the distribution center's fault either it's the you know the perpetrators you know that uh illegally obtained these things so you know at the end of the day they are the grinch of the kingdom hearts fandom right so uh anyway <laughs> we've been waffling for a while but anyway for you new folks Kingdom Hearts Union is part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union and is presented by the Gaming Union Network. We release every Tuesday, rotating each week with Final Fantasy Union, and we come out on the iTunes store, KingdomHeartsUnion.com, and Kingdom Hearts Union's Twitter, which is at CageUnion. Which, by the way, just so y'all know, I, I, I tweeted it out already, but... Rest assured that KH Union will remain, that is and will remain, a spoiler-free zone. So don't worry about our Twitter. Don't you worry about our streams. Don't you worry about our podcast. We're not going to tell you nothing that you don't want to hear. Trust me, we are. We will be better than even Square Enix. We will spoil you even less than Square Enix, Mr. Company that decides to like post the opening theme song early. By the way, I, I totally avoided that, and I have not listened to it. I will not listen to it. So we won't even – we're not even discussing Face My Fears. Not even on the thing, except Churro. I just want one <clears throat> I just want one answer from you, a one-word answer, yes or no. Do you like the song Face My Fears? Yes. Okay, that's all I need to hear. That's all we're getting. I know for some of you that was like, oh, my God, that's too spoiled. I didn't, need a, I didn't even want to hear an opinion. Sorry, I'm sorry. That's as that's well, as like deep as we're like going. Said, like I said, that's my perspective. And there's like other said, perspectives. It, it's just it's just personal opinions. That's exactly. Like, music is like music. Any forms of entertainment or art, it's all perspective. Exactly. I enjoy it. Hopefully you guys will when it comes I mean and, and like I said, the song the full song's not even out. Yeah. So, so we only have us like a sample of it. So I would say to save your opinions until the full song is out, which is exactly. out on January eighteenth. Great. Okay, so we'll leave, we'll leave it there for now. Uh, so yeah, that that is that is the beginning and the end of all of our discussion of Kingdom Hearts three, as far as news is concerned. Because screw covering news, it's all spoilers. We're we're in full spoiler mode. Get your tinfoil hats on. We're, we're getting out of here. Anyway, uh, on our show today, we have a two segment show. Our first segment, very timely. Good thing we already planned to have this. Uh, it is the how not to get spoiled segment. Yay. What great timing, Jero. We're so lucky. And then uh, segment two is our question segment. In the way of announcements, as always, if you guys like the show, please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash FFKHUnion. Our Patreon executive producers for this episode are as follows. We have Blue Machine, who's at Blue Machine on Twitter. Joseph Robertson, who's at Pokemon Trainer J. Lewis James. Keith Field, who's at The Mighty Keith. Nahika Blaui, Billy Jackson, who's at underscore Billy Jackson, Barry Norton, who's at Nortron Zero, Mike, Chris Morales, Ishbel Ayala, who's at Red Beppers, Eric Decker, who's at Choco Taco, Vita Nidus, Michael Graham, and Churro, if you could take these last ones. <clears throat> we got Rob Porter, who's at Scorty T1, Thorin Bullen at Massacre23, 
Tobias Kepi at the Tobias Kepi, Zach Toronto at Z Toronto fifty eight, Tory Patrick, Chris Pope at Doctor Pope one eight one, Miles Ribbons, Mohammed Graham, David Carlo, Moki Sayasit at Mokimon S and the S is capital, Rachel Casterston at Uberun Ray, Mike Shirley Donnelly at Curious Quail, Zelda Clone at Ape Type Novels. And Darren Matthews at Doomster73. And be a part of the show. Please send us your questions to khuquestions at gmail.com. In the way of our deep dive stream, the deep dive stream continues on. The next deep dive stream will be December 21st at 8 p.m. At 8 p.m. Eastern Time. You can catch it at twitch.tv slash khunion. We'll be continuing on with the Kingdom Hearts stream drop distance. I think we are at, uh, we just finished up Riku's side of the grid. So we'll, uh, we'll also have to do Sora's side next. I was actually somehow able to do all of Riku's side and not drop. Not even once. Well, really? Yeah. So I, That's we amazing. did all of Riku's side, didn't drop at any point, And then, like, we got to the point where it's like, wow, I'm, like, right at the end of the boss and it's getting kind of late. So I need to get going. So might as well just finish this. So I just popped a drop me not, and it was like it was fine. Went on, did the boss, done. It was great. Also, I over leveled like crazy prior oh, no to this. Wonder. Prior to this uh, last stream, so like in the prior stream, Riku was uh, like level thirteen or something like that. No, not even. He was level nine uh, when we we're at the uh, La City. Dick clutches or whatever. Uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. We're like level 9. Uh, I leveled up to level 27 or something like that. <laughs> I spent like 11 hours grinding Sora and Riku constantly dropping like crazy, but still like leveling up. And so, yeah, they're way over leveled. I think they're like ready for like the Fantasia world and we're not even there yet. We're not even at a Notre Dame. So then, yeah, went through the grid and just like knocked it out so easily. It was great. I think I did die at some point. I, I don't know to what, though. It was probably something dumb. But, you know, probably not playing on private mode. That's what happens. Uh, also, uh, the week of the 24th, uh, I guess, like, yeah, like, the yeah, the week of, like, Christmas time, at some point, I'm going to be playing through Dream Drop Distance to finish that out. Kind of like how we did in May for Kingdom Hearts 2. Whatever's left, we're going to knock out Dream Drop Distance. I just want to get done with Dream Drop Distance so that next month we can just focus on back cover. The secret ending from Recoded that we didn't watch. And, oh yeah, uh, the secret episode from Birth by Sleep. And 0.2. I think that's everything. <laughs> Hopefully that's enough. And then we'll be officially ready for Kingdom Hearts 3. So, uh, yeah. Moving on to our first segment. The How Not to Get Spoiled segment. So, in this segment, we're going to talk about some of our tips. Tips and tricks on how to avoid spoilers in the most common areas that people get accidental spoilers so our uh, first tip, I've brought it up many times, so I'll get through it quickly, is to delete 
your YouTube watch history. Delete it. So uh, you can do that pretty easily by going on YouTube, logging in, and going to the history uh, section. And then in history, there is an option to delete your watch history. But deleting your watch history alone is not enough. If you are a Kingdom Hearts fan, you've probably searched for Kingdom Hearts at some point in your life. So therefore, you need to also delete your YouTube search history. By doing both of those things, you should be kind of okay when it comes to uh, Kingdom Hearts recommendations. Not only that, because uh, YouTubers aren't afraid to put spoilers right in the thumbnail. Exactly. Or in the title. Yeah, in the title. So that's that's the main thing. The main thing is to avoid getting spoiled by YouTube recommendations. That has happened so many times. I'll I'll just give an antidote a- anecdote of uh one thing that happened to me that was a horrible spoiler was I was playing through one of my favorite game series uh Phoenix Wright which by the way is a game series that is technically visual novels it doesn't play exactly like a visual novel but it is you know kind of like Persona is and it's a game all about you know mystery and you know you know, solving cases and you're, you know, you're a lawyer and you're trying to get your client off the hook. And so, you know, I'm really enjoying the third game in the, in the Phoenix Wright trilogy. And I'm like, man, this is so awesome. And I love the music. I think I'm going to go online and go on YouTube and search some of the music from this game. Cause I just love it so much. And wouldn't you know, I'm watching that that uh, I go to that YouTube video that has the has the the music from the soundtrack that I love that's from this game. And you know, this is a, a character theme for a certain mysterious character that they show in the beginning of the game but they don't reveal that character's identity just yet. And oh look, right in view in the recommendations, there's a thumbnail the, a thumbnail that shows their actual identity. Great! Now my entire playthrough is tainted because I know who that character is. And that's one of the big reveals. Wonderful. Yep. They, they so, just do it for the hits and the views. Exactly. So, adding on to that, uh, when it comes to our uh, recommendations for YouTube, delete your YouTube watch history... Delete your YouTube search history and do not watch any Kingdom Hearts related videos until Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. I know that can be very difficult, but I mean that in as broad a sense as possible. That means don't listen to soundtracks from Kingdom Hearts. I don't care if it's Kingdom Hearts 1. Don't watch old trailers. Don't even... I know this might sound crazy, but don't even watch your favorite YouTube Let's Players. <laughs> They're going to kill me for saying that, but I'm I'm just saying, watch out, because that is a dangerous thing. You don't want to be involved with that. Yeah, no, uh, right. Moving on from there. When it comes to Twitter, use that mute feature if you need to. Like, if you've got some people that just won't shut up, about Kingdom Hearts, and you feel like 
they're going to be posting things that you don't want to uh, be posting, feel free to mute them until the game comes out. You know, that that mute feature is there for a reason. Uh, I'd also say, you know, if, if you got a particular, you know, Kingdom Hearts fan site you like and you want to, like, mute their Twitter, that's also a nice thing. If you still want to keep up with the, the personalities from there, you can probably follow them on their personal accounts. You know, you don't also, have to be, be out of touch. Also, be um, very aware that... Uh... Even though you mute certain keywords, that doesn't stop anyone from just posting the pictures by yes. themselves with no keywords at all. Exactly. So you still have to be remain vigilant when it comes to that, especially on fan sites or key uh, Kingdom Hearts personalities that report yep. a lot of it on that stuff. People yep. will like to go into their replies and just post spoiler pictures or videos with no warning. I've already so seen it twice. That's so. That's so. that's a good that's a good point. Churro is. Like, while, you know, the Kingdom Hearts fan sites will most likely not be posting uh, things of, you know, like a leak type nature. I I wouldn't expect that. Like, we know several of the the fan sites, and I don't think that any of them would do that. They're fairly professional about this stuff. But you can't stop that stuff in the comments. So I would say, you know, as another tip, like, avoid looking at comments to anything that Kingdom Hearts personalities uh, post. Just avoid all the comments. So, yeah. Comments, replies, all that stuff. It's dangerous. Also, I would say another big platform that is really dangerous is Facebook. Like, Facebook... There's just something about Facebook's platform that the pictures are so big on Facebook that when I'm scrolling down, it's really hard to avoid. And I've been spoiled on so many things on Facebook, usually not kingdom hearts, usually like TV shows or movies or stuff like that. And just like, I also feel like the people that I'm friends with on Facebook that happen to sort of kind of like games, they're not that into like the scene of kingdom hearts. So they tend to be like a lot more open with the spoiler stuff. Like they'll just like post things and be like, Oh cool. New video. Wow. Awesome. This looks so cool. And they'll just post it and not yeah. even think. It, like I said, it just comes down to human greed. People do it for the attention. People do it for the hits and the views. And some people yep. are not really kept up with it. They'll just do it just to say, Hey, everybody look at this. Yep. So yeah, Facebook for me is just like the second I see something like that, I'm just like, all right, see see you in February. <laughs> mute, <laughs> mute, mute. Yeah, it's it, it's getting pretty bad, but that is that is a, a good thing. Uh, also, just another aside to that, try to avoid Kingdom Hearts social media that is like of a general ver- variety. Discords could be dangerous things like that reddit uh reddit reddit uh, at least a lot of the kingdom hearts reddits that i've seen they'll at least have the spoiler feature well you know well, reddit is use. actually diligent on spoilers so okay that's good their, mo- their, their mods already you know on top of deleting threads that contain the, the images or, or even mentioning it they're on top of it <laughs> So, but you know, like I said, they're human beings monitoring it. So yeah, exactly. sometimes it might slip through a crack, you know, or something like that. So you know, any forums like GameFAQs, Reset Era, NeoGAF, yep. yep, 
I mean, and then and then the one place you should really avoid is 4chan because that's just yeah, 4chan is real dangerous. That's good. That's a open minefield and like really random. Yeah. So I mean, pretty much if you're, I mean, that's where all the leaks are going to be posted anyway. So yeah, exactly. Just don't even think about 4chan. I'll just say personally, as a Reset Era user, if if you also are a frequent user of Reset Era. There is a lovely new feature that they've added in their new uh, UI revision is that there's an ignore feature. Um, unfortunately, you can't ig- uh, ignore a thread without actually entering the thread yet. So uh, usually what I'll do is uh, uh, basically since Square Enix posted that intro video preview thing... Um, since that point, basically any Kingdom Hearts thread, I ignore every single one of them. So uh, to do that, I'll just, you know, once I see a thread, I click on it. I, I cover the screen as much as possible, close my eyes, and go straight to that ignore button and then leave. Just get out of there. And I, I refresh the page to make sure that that thread go, goes away. And then I'm done. Like, that, like I, I still keep up with, you know, other news. So that that is the way that I try to manage it is using that ignore feature. I don't know that other I don't know if other uh forums have that sort of thing, but that's the way I do it on Reset Era. Is they've got a new ignore feature, please use it. Yeah, unfortunately some some uh forums use really weird or their own <coughs> custom forums like, you know, yeah. GameFAQs. Yeah, exactly. So, I would say GameFAQs so, no man's land. Don't go there. Yeah, same thing it's too, like not I worth mean, it. The, yeah, like there, they can be like I could I could take like days or weeks before a, like a, a spoiler top uh, topic yeah. can be deleted. There, I'll, so I I'll also say just just in general, not to throw too much shade, but uh, GameFAQs user base seems a lot younger. So I would highly suggest you know avoid places that tend to have younger audiences uh, because usually those younger audiences they're not as conscientious about those sorts of things you know dealing with spoilers and are probably more likely to post something you know for the hits for the likes because they they don't really think too long term they're really just thinking about the short term that oh i'll get a whole bunch of followers let's post the ending of kingdom hearts 3 right so it's like you know it's it's like I said, people, kids, especially younger generations nowadays, want to mm-hmm. be YouTube famous, Twitter famous, Instagram yep. famous. Yep. So exactly. they'll do. They'll use whatever means necessary to make that happen. Yeah. So, yeah. Basically, at the end of the day, the most important thing is use common sense. Avoid things as you can. Like, do your best to guard your eyes or ears. Because, like, we're, I mean, unfortunately, just the day and age we live in, this happens to pretty much every single game, but it's pretty rare that it happens this early. And unfortunately, yeah, early. Uh, unfortunately we're at a situation where, you know, uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll check the count. You know, we are at a countdown of, uh, according to my, my time, 44 days. There's still 44 days until Kingdom Hearts comes. <laughs> That's still a lot. So we got 44 days of avoiding this stuff. This is that is pretty bad. Uh, it's, it, it's what's even worse is that I've seen people defend 
mm. what the guy's trying to do. Like, they're saying that, oh, he, you know, doesn't care about leaking anything, you know. But it's like he's still selling the game. That's... The people who are buying it don't yeah. care about that. They will play the game, exactly. spoil it, and you're trying to prevent that from happening. Yeah. You know, and then I've seen people who defending are defending the people who are buying the game, too. And it's Ugh. like... They're saying, oh, I hope that the people who buy the game don't get caught up in the whole thing. I'm like, They well, will. That's the, the kind of the, person that would buy it. Yeah, I don't know about you know other countries, but in the U.S., if you knowingly buy property that is stolen, it is a crime. It's called receiving stolen property. Yes. And so even, a, even and you can if, charge for accessory of a crime, too. Exactly. And even if you can somehow prove that you didn't knowingly you didn't know it was stolen property even if you could somehow prove that you have to prove that in court like you have yeah. to go through all of that like that that's not something that you you just say to the cop well i didn't know and then that be the end of it that's not no, the end of it you have to like go to court you got to prove that in a court of law like yeah, you don't want to get involved with that and you especially if you're young and not only that the person that was selling it won't come to your defense either he, he's gonna yeah they're gonna probably save their own hide you know prevent them from going to jail or whatever you know or, or prison for whatever you know they end up going in, in for so it's like it's best not to really deal with any of this stuff you know just yeah. you know just let the guy get in trouble for his own actions yep. you know like it's obvious that based on all, all the screenshots that i've seen mm-hmm. he does not give a care for he anything doesn't care about but, anything money he's just doing it just to make a profit exactly and i'll just say you know being a former retail uh when you know when uh criminals like this do get prosecuted it is based on the dollar amount of what what was stolen and yeah it seems like you know game yeah for a 60 dollar game you got 30 copies that's quite a lot so that that could be pretty bad could be pretty bad so I would say, don't get involved in any yeah, of that. Yeah, that's about that's almost that's eighteen hundred. So it's almost two grand. Yeah. If he, so if they can sell all of them. Yeah, that. You know, at the end of the day, though, it it actually doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if he sells them because he already stole them. So that's eighteen hundred dollars of goods that were taken from Square Enix, the distribution company, etc. So it's at least you know on his end, it's already a crime. You know, it's already there, and it's already at that dollar value, that full amount. So, and you can bet they'll be prosecuting it to the full extent of the law. So, anyway, you want to stay away from that. So, moving on to a, a lighter aspect of, you know, avoiding spoilers. I think this is probably the healthiest part of this sort of time. Is, and this is my biggest recommendation... Do other things. Don't be so involved with just Kingdom Hearts stuff. And, you know, obviously, you know, this is uh, the holiday season. Several different holidays to enjoy. And uh, one of the best things you could do during this time is spend time with your family. Go see Grandma. You know, you know when Grandma says, why don't you call me? You never call me. Go call grandma. Ask her what's that. up. Ask her what's up. And then grandma's going to be like, 
Oh, son, you never know. I just bought this game. It comes out next year. I found it. I found it on Facebook. It's like, Grandma, what did I tell you about going on Facebook? <laughs> oh my god grandma getting in trouble first santa now grandma first grandma it's like oh it's so santa claus santa claus he was selling the game it doesn't come out till next year it's a christmas miracle oh grandma so that that's moral story don't let grandma use facebook anyway so yeah spend time with your family whatever you whatever you celebrate i don't care just spend time with your family you know moving on from there a little bit more uh you know, self-centered uh, uh, recommendations. Watch a TV series or an anime series you've been putting off. Preferably a series. And that is that is my specific re- recommendation. Find some sort of a series that you have been putting off. You know, your either your Game of Thrones or your Breaking Bads or you know Netflix series or an anime. Naruto, yeah, a, Dragon a, Ball. Voltron season eight, the final season came out yesterday. Well, oh, hey, so so Voltron's done. Yeah, Voltron's done. Perfect. If you've never seen Voltron, watch all of Voltron. This is the perfect time because you don't have to be like all the other schmucks that love Voltron forever. You can just start it and watch all of it at your own pace. That's the and, best and, time. And, if you're a fan of this too, Miraculous Ladybug just uploaded their second half of uh, season two. Perfect. Today. So that's awesome. If you're Miraculous fans, check that out as well. So yeah, this is the perfect time to to definitely get into that sort of stuff. Like find, you know, either you know go on Netflix or whatever, and find a series that you've been putting off, that you've been hearing about, that you know sounds like a great idea. If you have a lot of free time over the holiday season over winter break like you know dig into that screw social media you know you can just enjoy you know pre-recorded stuff that is long and you can just like polish that off and like just get into something uh another thing you know this is a video game related podcast hit your game backlog find a game that you know you've been putting off for a long time you know, uh, it could be like a JRPG. It could be, you know, could be anything. Could be a open world game. Like so, I would say, preferably maybe something not Kingdom Hearts, so your mind's not on it. If that's a big issue for you, but you could also play through the entire Kingdom Hearts series. That's an option. So there's definitely a lot of a lot of options there. there there's a ton of options. <laughs> like oh, and, and just getting back to. Uh, watching stuff for a second why not watch watch a bunch of disney movies why not watch all the disney movies that are gonna be in kingdom hearts 3 i know you probably haven't seen all of them probably one of them or maybe you've forgotten about them you know or forgotten that you haven't seen in a while why don't you brush up on it i bet you didn't see pirates at world's end who saw pirates at world's end show me your notes I have. <laughs> I have to. I, I, what I haven't seen was the second one, but I don't think it matters. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, there you go. That's, I mean, that's what I, I mean, that's what I mean, heard. It, I mean, it deals certain aspects of you know the Davy Jones character, but whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I saw the first one. I saw the third one. It seemed enough for me. I didn't feel like I needed any more. The second one was like just a lot of a lot of filler. It's kind of like the recoded of the pirates. There you the go. Series. You heard it here first, guys. Recoded of the pirates. 
So uh, that that's that's another option. So speaking of you know games that you should be playing, I, I want to talk about. Let, let's see what kind of games that me and Churro here, me and Papa Churro, what can we recommend for you that you can play? Some nice, I guess, nice long games. What, what are some nice long games that we can remen- recommend for the uh, Kingdom Hearts Union listeners here, Churro? What, what, what do you have? What is your first game recommendation for these guys? I'm still addicted to Persona 5. That is a good one. And specifically going on the fact that uh, it, it's a long game, Persona 5 is a hella long game. It's a very long game. It's so long. I've, I've been in the game 12 times, 12, 13, 14 times. What's, like, what's your hour? What's your play time on? Have you even seen recently? Uh, on the last completed playthrough was like almost, it was like I think 800 hours. Wow, that that is crazy. And then I, and I just started like a brand new fresh playthrough, you know, non-new game plus. Have you platinumed it yet? Yeah, I played okay, like it earlier okay. la- earlier this year. It's it's my it's still my first and only platinum game. That's awesome. Yeah, so. my f- my first platinum was uh FF15, but uh that that one was pretty easy was, to do. I, I was thought. close with 15. 15 was like 80%. Yeah, then, fif- like 15 is pretty Persona easy. Took over. Yeah, Persona seems really hard cuz just a lot to do. Like you got to complete the compendium. You got to beat the sisters. All that stuff. Well, like, I, I I I completed the compendium like on my third playthrough. Okay. And then um then after that it was just like trickling. I was just like trickling down. Like all my other playthroughs after that were dealing with all the small stuff like the fishing, <coughs> and then like the like the two ones I had trouble with is the you have to read all the books, mm-hmm. play all the video games, yeah, oh, drink so all rough. the sodas. Do you have to do that in a single playthrough? Uh, yeah, you have to do all that in the single playthrough. So what? you have to like. So that's why New Game Plus is perfect that's rough. because once you once you max out everything else, like yeah. the, you know the um the social links, the yeah, then you opinion. have a lot of time. You just yeah, because like... cause, uh, especially with um because certain books open once you get you know more uh Phantom Thieves in your party. Yep, yep, yep. Certain books open, so you have to like do it at these. You know, it's only it's locked to a certain time, so you have to like you know, do a whole playthrough in order to get through everything. Yeah. So I'll just say, you know, speaking on that persona three and four, I also personally recommend, you know, for very similar reasons as Churro said. And, um, yeah, going on that, the, uh, the hundred percent run, I did a hundred percent run for, uh, for persona three and, you know, much, much like, persona 5 there are certain things that you can't do in a single run but i did do one run where it's like 99.99 percent in in the first run yeah just, i mean there's if, just if one you thing you have do, to do to replay yeah you have to like follow specific guides in order yeah. to do 100 percent run on the on an entire yeah, so you know, basically run. there's there's a schedule and you have to follow it every single day in that game perfectly to a t it is it is intense. So yeah, Persona games. I would say uh, apart from that, uh, another big one I've recommended in the past: Xenoblade Chronicles, the original one for the Wii. Really great. Also looks amazing on emulator if you have a pretty good PC. Um, uh, I'm pl- I'm currently playing through Xenoblade Chronicles two. I've been putting off- that off for a while. That's my game that I'm playing for this time. You know, apart from also doing uh dream drop distance for the stream um the yakuza series 
Said that a bunch of times. Highly recommend it. Start at Yakuza 0. And uh, Phoenix Wright, which I already talked about on this podcast. Very good. And there's three games of that that you should definitely play. And they're all really good. And about 24 hours a piece. So that's three of the 44 days right there. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I think that th- that's good for recommendations. You know, you got got some JRPGs, got an action game, and uh, nice, nice big uh, <laughs> lawyer game series. Phoenix Wright is, you know, hard to categorize. It's so unique. But uh, anyway... So that uh that pretty much covers our how not to get spoiled segment. I hope you guys can avoid spoilers. You know, uh Godspeed to all the Kingdom Hearts fans out there. It is yeah, going good to be luck to you guys. It is going to be a rough forty four days. Yeah, right now it's like currently unknown. Yeah, we don't know how going bad on. it's gonna we be. Don't know. Yeah, we don't know if if the dude has got like you know, orders ready to go shipped out because it's Saturday and Yeah. And um, you know, all he has to do is, you know, write everything down, put everything in a box, and just ship them out. And then they'll yep. receive them sometime in the middle of next week. And from there, people have to play it. Some some people can probably finish it within a day or two or three. Yep. So probably, you know, I would say good luck. I Just be alert. You yep. know, just don't click on necessary links. You know, avoid, you know, bad forums like GameFAQs or um, 4chan. 4chan, you know. Yep. Be vigilant, guys. It's going to be tough, but we can get through it together. But maybe not so together that we're on social media, because that's also dangerous. But we'll, we'll yeah. get through this. We we can do this. Only 44 days, and we can finally play King Wars 3. <laughs> Don't let some you know loser at, from a distribution center ruin all this time that we've been waiting. Speaking of all this time we can, we've been waiting, moving on to the question segment. This first section comes, this first question comes from Retro Unbroken. And they ask, there was a seven year gap alone between the release of Kingdom Hearts 2 and the announcement of Kingdom Hearts 3. There's a seven year gap between the release and the announcement. Good gravy. Do you think we'll have to wait that long for the next numbered Kingdom Hearts title? I'm assuming to be announced. Do you think they'll even still have numbers in the future? Um, at the top of my head, I, I mean, clearly, you know, Nomura has, you know, the, the ideas in mind. He knows the tech, mm-hmm. you know, it just really comes down to when is the next gen console going to be out? Is it going to be developed for that? Or is it still going to be developed mm-hmm. on the current gen? So I'll just say all signs for next gen starting is 2020 that's those are the 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 current rumors right now with with kingdom Hearts 3 released in 2019 you know it, it will be difficult for them to actually really put anything out after you know on that because basically if they are going to dlc dlc route mm-hmm. it probably, probably take all the way up to 2020 from yep. the release everything so yep it'll probably be next gen so it'll probably be at least another three to five years yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah, and I, numbers. I, yeah, I still think there will be numbers. You know, okay. Of course. Do you think? But it's the just next... that there'll be complex numbers. Yes. <laughs> Do you think the next console Kingdom Hearts game will be a numbered title? 
I believe so because or okay, let, to... let, let, let me let me clarify. Do you think the next Kingdom Hearts game, like the next proper game, not not no like Union Cross update. Do you think the next Kingdom Hearts game is going to be a console game that is a numbered game? Yes, because okay. this is the end of a saga, so they have to start a new saga. So yeah, the new saga you. will start with a number game. I'm with you. I think it would be weird to start a new saga with a, like a side game. That'd be kind of weird. Like I get it the idea of having a like something to bridge the gap, but I think in the current age of where we are with Kingdom Hearts, if they need to bridge a gap like that, they can do that with Union Cross. They don't need to release a side game for that. Like they could have like a campaign and take as long as they want. You know, God, God believe me, they they're gonna take a they're gonna take a long time because that's that's just how they operate when it comes to Union Cross. But you know, they can take as long as they want with that. So I don't think I, I kind of feel like these side titles are a little bit more obsolete now. Like I don't see the necessity for them. You know, right. I, I feel like Union Cross kind of absorbs that uh, responsibility a little bit. So uh, I, I will also say, um, in terms of technology, uh, it seems like Unreal Engine 4 is still a very robust engine, still being developed all the time. Developers really like it. And like honestly speaking, like even though Unreal Engine 4 was released in 2014, which is just a year after the, the current generation of consoles first came out, it took a while for it to start like really getting its bearings in terms of game releases so i still feel like unreal engine 4 is kind of in like the middle of its life cycle in a way so uh there's no sign that epic is going to change uh engines at all for the next generation so in terms of technology uh the kingdom hearts team should be just fine to stick with the current technology base of unreal engine 4 i I mean as it is the PS4, Xbox One, even the PS4 Pro and Xbox One X, even P, even like the highest end PCs out there, they don't even come close to maxing out what Unreal Engine 4 can do. Like Unreal Engine 4 is also being used in like TV shows, for example, for like special effects. So there's stuff that people use Unreal Engine 4 for like pre-rendered stuff even. So I think that, I think this is appeal of what what made Nomura go for Unreal instead of exactly using Luminous. It, it's so Luminous expandable. Was like it's expandable. It's there. They have help if they need it. Mm-hmm. The main problem with Luminous was that it's being developed, you know, and then people and you know Tabata was using it for fifteen, and like there were a lot of problems with it. It's you know still is not a complete engine. Yeah, even to this day. And and you like know, on, it's it's, it's such a, a mess. Yeah, it's a big mess, and it's like it's such a huge responsibility to develop an engine like that. So And to develop an engine and create a game at the same time. At the same time, yeah. So that's just like that's that's just so rough. So I think like in terms of technology base, I think they're you know f- fairly safe and you know depending on what development they were able to do for you know for Kingdom Hearts already, I, I think, you know, it definitely seems like to some extent a lot of the stuff they're making for Kingdom Hearts 3, they're thinking about the future. Kind of in the way that, you know, when they were making Kingdom Hearts 2, for example, like, they remade a lot of the assets, a lot of the locations, 
But by doing that, they had a lot of models that they could reuse for like Birth by Sleep and they could use the models again in Dream Drop Distance and they could use it again in like cutscenes for Recoded and like, you know, they're constantly reusing assets between all these games and that made it possible for them to do, you know, yearly releases, even though Kingdom Hearts has a ton of characters. Well, if you have a ton of characters, but you're constantly, you know, kind of reusing the same assets, you know, think of it more as an investment. And I kind of feel like Kingdom Hearts 3 is that in a way is, you know, we'll probably see a lot of these characters again just because it's too expensive not to see them again. You know, it's like, you know, and it's too expensive to move to another platform where these models would be, you know, not useful anymore. So I think because of all the effort that's been put into Kingdom Hearts 3 and because of the fact that the PS4 and not even the PS4 Pro and Xbox One X, not even those platforms can maximize Unreal Engine 4 even yet. So like PS5 and Xbox Scarlet, like whatever those are going to be, like Unreal Engine 4, they're totally fine to continue using that and continue using any assets that they've used or developed either for Kingdom Hearts uh, 3 or for even even for back, from back cover or... 0.2 all of that stuff is usable and because of that that could definitely help with the speed at which they're able to put out a new kingdom hearts console game and you know now they finally you know they finally have a full game under their belt in this engine and that you know that's gonna you know that says a lot like they're able to release a game and now they'll be able to more quickly iterate on that so I'm I'm with you, Chur. I think it's not going to take that long, or, or I don't I don't think it's going to take as long as it did in terms of waiting for the announcement. I don't think it's going to be that seven year gap until they announce the next game. Obviously, if they're going to make a new console game, it's still going to take a long time. Games take forever anyway, but it's not going to be the same situation that we had in the PS3 generation, where. It was very confusing. You know, you had the white engine and then crystal tools and then, you know, all the big teams at Square are making uh, Final Fantasy 13 games and even Kingdom Hearts 2, the Kingdom Hearts 2 team got absorbed to go make Versus 13 and then, oops, what happened to that? Yeah, you right. Know? So all of that, you know, I, I feel like that a lot of that stuff has been pushed by the wayside. That was just an unfortunate part of that uh, transitionary period into the HD era. And I think now because the Kingdom Hearts 2 team or because the Kingdom Hearts team is now on a more mature platform, they're on Unreal Engine 4, you know, they have a lot more of a focused role. They know what they're supposed to do. Their job is to make the game. It's Epic's job to make the technology that powers the game a nice relationship and you know i feel like we're in a good place so anyway moving on from there uh churro if you could take these last this last question yeah this one's from firestorm and they write hypothetically speaking if kingdom hearts 2's release the if after kingdom hearts 2's release the kingdom hearts team went straight to develop any new kingdom hearts game for the playstation 3 what do you think it would be like do you think it would have been do you think it would have been Kingdom Hearts three? Would it have been Birth by Sleep? If you if you so if if so, do you think it would have been that different from what we got on PlayStation Portable? So, 
So if after Kingdom Hearts 2 released, you know, hypothetically speaking, if instead of the Kingdom Hearts 2 team working on Versus 13, what if their next project was a console Kingdom Hearts game for PS3? So I think just going based off of, you know, Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix, it was very clear that their intention was to make Birth by Sleep. So I think it's, you know, there the as far as the Kingdom Hearts story was up until that point, it was kind of designed as like, they sort of set it up that, that Sora's story was kind of, the story up until that point was over and they were looking to reboot it. That was the main thing is King. The ending of kingdom hearts two was all about rebooting it. So even from that point, that whole concept was in there, you know, that's why, you know, they have the letter at the end. It's like, you know, a new, it's all about a new adventure starting. And then the whole idea with the birth by sleep related secret endings, is all about setting up the backstory of that. So I think, because of that, most likely it would have been birth by sleep. Uh, in terms of like what kind of content or, 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 or how it would be different, I think in terms of like maybe like exploration wise, maybe the worlds would have been a little bit larger, but I don't think you we would see anything like open world. You know, it would most likely have been running on crystal tools, kind of like versus 13 was going to be um so i would say you know if you look at final fantasy 13 and you look at final fantasy versus 13 i would say something like those games but obviously more stylized i think visually it would have been something like that not quite what we have with um unreal engine 4 not quite that quality but i think you know pretty respectable the only thing though is I also kind of feel true. <laughs> it's kind of sad, but I think like if if it would have happened that way, I would be surprised if what if Kingdom Hearts the uh, Kingdom Hearts PS3 console game, what if it had like crazy development hell like Versus 13 had? Like I wouldn't be surprised if they started development in that era and then just like had a ton of development problems and then it would have ended up releasing on PS4 anyway. But, uh, it would be crazy to think that, you know, like, yeah, just, just to imagine that, you know, an actual Kingdom Hearts place, PlayStation 3 title that's not a remix. Yeah. You know, it, like I said, you know, Crystal 2s was really, it was really like rough at that time. It was rough because, you know, 13, you know, it, it caused 13 problems and it also caused 14 problems. Yeah, it was yeah. so it was like the it was basically the same deal as what happened with Final Fantasy 15 on uh on PS4 with Luminous. It's like, you know, you got this team, you know, the uh uh main uh team 1 of Square Enix that was making Final Fantasy 13 and they're making the game and the engine at the same time and it was a really rough development and they were designing it to be like like the main goal for that engine was so that it would be a widely used engine in their company which is why final fantasy 14 also used it but at the end of the day what ended up happening is because it was developed alongside a game it ended up being like well we could focus on making this a multi-purpose engine or we can make it 
good for us making this game right now because we need this right now. And that ended up being what happened. So that's why we're getting things like, all right, Final Phase 13 and then like 13-2 and then Lightning Returns. Like they're iterations on the same game because that technology base was designed for that game style. So it's like, I feel like that environment would not have been good for Kingdom Hearts. And it was probably pretty inevitable for similar development hell type issues to come up uh even if the kingdom even if the kingdom hearts team wasn't developing versus 13 if they were developing a kingdom hearts game i feel like the position that team was in in the company is that and it was pretty obvious that they're not the important thing like at that time in that era of square enix final fantasy 13 was everything yeah, and pretty much. Not not only that, but like even from Final Fantasy versus thirteen, there was that news article that came out around like I think like two thousand eight or something like that. They were like, "Oh, we're actually like snatching developers from the versus thirteen project to work on uh Final Fantasy thirteen because it's having a really hard time." So we're snatching a basically they snatched all the development staff from versus thirteen except for the creative staff. And put all of them on thirteen to save that project, and pretty much Nomara was left for like nobody to finish. Exactly, verses. so it's that's like, why that's why it trickled down to verses, and then that trickled down to to like ten years of development yep. hell. So it's and, like, what would have made Kingdom Hearts any different? Like Kingdom Hearts would have been in that same position. It was the game that's not as important as thirteen, and thirteen would have still had the same problems. So it's like it wouldn't have made any difference. So I would say. You know what would have happened? What happened to Versus 13? That's what would have happened. Probably would have like, gotten a birth by sleep or anything on the, PS3. There were still two, there were still two um, Kingdom March teams, right? One in Tokyo, one in Osaka, right? Yeah, true. So Yeah, so that's why it was kind of a blessing, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. to have the Osaka team work on birth by sleep on the PSP rather than the main Kingdom March team, which is located exactly. in Tokyo. Yeah, so it's like that. that I think, like, just the way Square Enix was, that was the only way it was going to be. That was the only place for it to be safe to make Kingdom Hearts games because they're all the way the hell in Osaka. So they can't snatch people away. And on top of that, at least at the time, like they were seen as kind of a lesser team. Like the Osaka studio was just like a satellite studio to make like mobile games and like smaller things. Like th- their first project was just to do. Um, you know, recoded and like that team, I think was also on the brave fencer Musashi team. Like that was their game prior to uh chain of memories. So like them being a smaller team and working on less critical projects that kind of made it possible for them to not be poached by the desperate 13 team that was having a lot of problems at that time. So, yeah. So I think what would have happened is, the same thing that happened to Verse 13. It's, yep. it's it's not an issue of what game they were working on. It was an issue of what environment they were working in. And that environment was, oh my god, Final Face 13 is a garbage truck on fire. Somebody put it out. Oh my god, we put it out. It's still a garbage truck. It's full of garbage. Oh my god, we gotta fix it. So It, it was that. So, I don't, I don't think the subject of what the Kingdom Hearts team was working on would have changed that. 
Like, if they're working on Versus 13 or if they're working on Kingdom Hearts 3, wouldn't it change? I don't think it was possible to make that game at that time. Yeah, plus, wasn't wasn't the Osaka team at the time, they didn't develop a, a, an actual game on a console? They've only been developing on portables? Uh, I, I mean, the only, like, console game they really made was the, uh... uh so they made Chain of, Re-Chain of Memories. They also... Okay. I'm pretty sure some of that staff did come from... Uh, Brave Fencer Musashi, uh, okay. not the PlayStation One, but the PS2 One, which that was a PS2 game, but it was a it was like a more of a uh, like a mid range budget title. So it's definitely it's not as big as what Kingdom Hearts was. Like Kingdom Hearts was a big 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 budget game for Square, so it definitely was a set a step up. So I mean, I mean when you really look at it, it it you it really like is clear why things played out the way they did. It's like, you know, Kingdom Hearts 2 is really good and really impressive, so, like, let's get them to work on the action game of our Final Fantasy Thirteen trilogy because that's our new focus. So that's why, you know, the Kingdom Hearts staff got poached for that. But the Osaka team, they're small. They just worked on the Chain of Memories thing. So while they're, like, getting experience making kingdom hearts games we'll have them work on these like side titles you know and you know sony's got the psp out so let's support that so we'll have the osaka team work on a psp game and you know maybe one day they'll be able to make kingdom hearts 3 and that's how it ended up being so it's like when you really look at the the history of it it just seems like that's the only way things could have shaken out for kingdom hearts at least you know, just based on the environment surrounding it, it's just clear that in terms of Kingdom Hearts, because it's not, like, their number one focus game, like, obviously Final Fantasy was and still is, like, their number one focus game, it's kind of like, whatever Final Fantasy does, that kind of sets the pace for the rest of the company, and, like, games sort of have to, like, work around where Final Fantasy is at that time, so... Thankfully, Kingdom Hearts 3 is fine. Like, Final Fantasy 7 Remake or Final Fantasy 15 haven't negatively affected it. Uh, apart from uh, with 15, them having to switch engines. But, you know, that happened really early in development. So, it was fine. So, so I think that covers our uh, question segment for today. Our music for this episode is uh, a nice cover of Dearly Beloved. Oh, actually, no. A remix of Dearly Beloved by... Uh, Evan S. on SoundCloud. By the way, <laughs> I went to SoundCloud for the music for this episode because I ain't going to YouTube and searching yeah, nothing Kingdom YouTube. Hearts. It's dangerous. Good choice, Brandon. So, Good choice. That's so you. I, I I am practicing what what I'm preaching. I'm not using YouTube for Kingdom Hearts purposes. I am currently using YouTube for watching K-pop videos, and that is safe. As long as there's no uh, K-pop collaborations with Kingdom Hearts. And so far, I think we're okay. So, uh, yeah, Evan S. on SoundCloud. Go check him out. And our next episode of Kingdom Hearts Union is scheduled for the 8th of January. Now, I don't I don't know that for 100%. <laughs> I need to check with Daryl about the timing on that. But it's either going to be the 8th or the 15th. That'll be when we're back from our... Uh, a uh, little break. So this is, you know, if it wasn't obvious, this is our last episode of the year. 
Um, so yeah, 8th of January, we'll be back. But hey, don't worry too much. Uh, I'm going to be live streaming uh, this weekend and then also the week after that so we can finish up uh, Dream Drop Distance. So uh, definitely check that out, Twitch TV slash KHUnion. So please hang out with me in a spoiler-free zone. And uh, yeah, so uh, uh, as always, if you guys want to subscribe to the show, please subscribe to Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union on the iTunes store. Just search for Kingdom Hearts and we're number one. And of course, you can catch every episode at KingdomHeartsUnion.com or Kingdom Hearts Union's Twitter, which is at KHUnion. And remember, if you guys like the show, please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash FFKHUnion. And please send us your questions to KHUQuestions at gmail.com. All right, Chiro. It is that time. The last time of 2018 to say goodbye. Oh, my God. 2018 is over. Then you know, over. we kick off the year with Kingdom Hearts 3. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 been a quite a journey. You know, quite been, a journey. Uh, you know, quite a journey since you know Kingdom Hearts two ending in two thousand six, and then the announcement in two thousand thirteen, then the release date being revealed in in June. Yeah, it's been a very long journey, and I'm kind of you know happy that we're almost there. Yeah, definitely. So just just forty four days ish, or by by the time this releases, like forty two days until this comes out. It's gonna be it, it. It'll be a while till we get to play Kingdom Hearts three, but just be patient, guys. You know, little by little, enjoy enjoy the free time that you have until then. You know, have fun with your family, enjoy the holidays, relax, drink some eggnog. Uh, and even if a Santa approaches you about you know uh, Kingdom Hearts three in his sack, don't do it. Don't don't touch the sack. It's not it's not safe. People, people might go to jail for that, so. Yeah, and again, be vigilant, be, you know, you know, keep, always be aware mm-hmm. of leaks, you know, like I said, people are desperate for attention, people are, you know, desperate for views, or desperate for greed, you know, if you want to remain spoiler-free, just be careful out there, you know, the only truly way to avoid spoilers is to, to not get on social media, but... I know it's very hard, but if you remain, you know, aware, mm-hmm. you'll be able to make it through. Yep. So, just stay smart, stay safe. Don't let somebody ruin, you know, something you've been waiting all this time for. No. It's not worth it. So, anyway, Chirp, say your goodbyes. All right, bye guys. Have a happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and have a happy New Year as well. We'll see you in 2019. Exactly. So I'm Brandon saying goodbye, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year from all of us at Kingdom Hearts Union. This has been a KingdomHeartsUnion.com production. <laughs>